Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, Drop the Subject is underway. If you've been waiting all day, congratulations. I'm Allie Johnson, and look who's back. It's Shy Gassel. It's Shy Gassel. That's a great, it's a great impression. It's really not. Uh, I'm a... I was just trying to be nice. I don't want to get in a fight right away. <laughs> I'm Jared Hill. I'm here. Hello. I know, I know. How, have, how the hell have you been? I haven't even, I feel like I've been, you know when you don't see someone for a while and you don't even like, I, I feel bad that I haven't even shot you a text to be like, how's your week going? I know. I, it's been a, like a really crazy busy like time working on this show and working on another show and working on um, some other things I have coming up. So like, it's just been a really, really busy time. We've got one more week apart next week yes. Monday through Thursday um, but we've got Shark's going to be back exactly. Justin have some, Martindale I think might be in right some of our faves will be here so that'll be fun um, it's and, nice that yeah. I get to have these cast of characters come in and, exactly. and I build relationships exactly. um, not that I not, I don't want to think of it as cheating on you though Jared you understand well you know I sent you Char so it's you okay did. we we have an open relationship we'll put it that way <laughs> we do we're kind of, we have a third maybe a fourth or a fifth um, you know from time to time yeah. so it's and fun. we don't really have a type we don't have a type <laughs> Which is kind of cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. keep people guessing. Yeah, and keep ourselves on our toes. This it's very really, exciting. Really going down a road here. <laughs> this, are this, we? this is getting really, really uh, graphic. Uh, I don't want to get dumped, Justin. Okay, we have an exciting show coming up. We have uh, we're talking to another restaurant that has made it into the news recently because of the Popeyes Chicken Wars. <laughs> And we discussed, I can't remember who I was with. Was I with you when we were talking about Roaming Rooster? No. Maybe it was Sharp. We were talking about how... We're all just blending together this, here. This, <laughs> now, all the co-hosts. I'm like, who did I sleep with last, <laughs> exactly. last night versus the week before? <laughs> anyway, it, this is why throuples and Listen, open relationships, they get really exhausting. It's hard work. I yeah. mean, Clayton Ferris, who's, who's also somebody that we're sleeping with uh, professionally... <laughs> He is in a throupleship and he's I was like, Are you able to date anyone else? He's like, I am able to, but I I just don't have time. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, how many people are you gonna add? I just listen, I get it. We were we were we are looking at guests and things in the future and there's like another like throuple thing um, that we were talking about maybe having on the show and it's just like the idea of a throuple just seems like work. It does. Like, but I mean it's also interesting. I I had met this couple and I mean without getting into like too many details, it was interesting to me the idea. Oh, please get into too many details. Well, well, I mean, we're not like dating or anything, but like it was interesting to me because it was like they're both attractive. We have good conversation. Is this two guys? Yeah. Oh. And I was just like, "Huh." Yeah, it crosses your mind now, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I mean, I wouldn't mind. I don't know if anything's ever going to happen, but I'm I'm down. I'm open for it. I think that's most people's feeling about it. Everyone's like, you never know. I'm yeah. into it. Maybe. I'm not but see, sure. I'm just not like, counting it out. I feel like you and I are way left on the liberal scale of this because I feel like a lot of people are really scared of it. Really? Yeah. I feel like so many people I talk to now are like, I don't know, man. I'm just going to try it. Well, and then like three weeks later, they're like, yeah, this is not going well. <laughs> well, one of our thirds, Char, does, she's like very traditional in that way. Like she does not want to be a third, which is funny because we're referencing her as a third on the show. <laughs> but like, but she's, Char is very traditional. And she said, we talked about it on the show uh, when you were out, she was saying like, I'm very traditional in that way. Like, I will I never, wanna, ever, I ever, ever, ever be your side piece. Yeah. She's not interested. Hmm. And, but she also talked about it as a trans woman saying like a lot of people like hypersexualized trans men and women. We were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's so. funny because she was talking about dating and how, you know, when, when we were talking about when you have that conversation about, about, about being trans. Okay. Because she used to put it on her profile and then 
then she decided to take it off because she was getting hypersexualized yeah. and she was like it's really frustrating but then you have to figure out like when's the right time to talk about it and anyway well um, and even to that point we on her podcast we were talking about Mackay Pfeiffer who came out and excuse me um not Mackay Pfeiffer um oh gosh the actor's name is I can't Mal- help you. Malik Yoba. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Who came out and said he was trans attracted, and you know he had been in relationships with trans women, and how saying that you're trans attracted can come across as fetishizing. And I was like, oh, that's interesting because like when a white guy says to me, I'm really into black guys, then it's like, oh, like you're into black guys, like that's weird. So that you don't? You, do you feel fetishized when that is said to you? Absolutely. And like when I was like. But you're Which really I, into black guys. I mean, because I am a black guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you can't fetishize your Yourself. own. Yourself. Like, <laughs> that's weird. Like, I, people say that I look a lot like my wife. That's because you do. Okay. All right. I think that you should see. <laughs> You've only met her once, and you could probably look at a couple more pictures. No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I hung out with you guys. I was like, oh, I get it. But, well, at the very least, you guys look like you could be related. I put it that way. <laughs> so, I that's offensive. <laughs> You guys are both like attractive ladies who with like, brown look, hair, with, who look who look like you could be related. I wouldn't say like you know you guys shared the same womb, but like you know. But if I said that she was my sister, you would believe me. I'd be like, oh okay. Do you think that we're we look enough alike that if someone said we were twins, you would believe fraternal twins? I'd be like, girl, sit down. Okay, so we can't share like a gym membership as one person. Ah. Uh, You'd have to get a really strategic photo for that for that uh, for that, <laughs> for that to work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, darn it. So yeah. I can't do that. Oh, you talked to me about this before. Yeah. That you guys were going to try and fool someone into giving you guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, if we don't go at the same time and we just buy one membership, then how would that work? But anyway, is it fetishizing my? Am I a narcissist or am I into a fetish if I am into people that look like me? I don't know. Like it's funny because I I my best friend's name is Jarrett like exactly like mine spelled the weird way and i always wonder like if people think that like i'm like that's like some kind of like weird like thing and then on on tinder i swiped right on a guy named Jarrett, and i thought oh hell no what cannot happen is i have a best friend and a boyfriend named Jarrett. like then people are gonna think i'm a narcissist you know what i mean i see that you would only be well my friend my uh, my cousin courtney dated someone named courtney I a mean, guy. Yeah. And it was kind of fun for a little while. I was like, well, oh, Courtney and Courtney. Oh, she dated a guy named Courtney. Yeah. That's cool. She dated a guy named Courtney, and it was like, wow, this is so cool. And then they broke up, and I was like, no, all right, oh, well. well. So, because it, it can kind of be cute invitation. an idea. Yeah, it yeah. can kind of be endearing. I mean, it's an easy hashtag for your wedding. Yeah. Courtney yeah. squared. <laughs> Courtney anyway. two. Two Courtneys, whatever. <laughs> two Courtneys, one wedding. Um <laughs> Uh, oh, that was a two girls one. Okay, I see what yeah, you did there. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, we have a lot to look forward to. We're going to be talking to one of the owners of Roaming Rooster, which has uh, recently entered the uh, chicken sandwich wars. Of course, they're local to the D.C. area, so we, we really won't be able on to get one in there, here. We? Yeah, yeah, we really did. We but we will be talking to somebody from Roaming Rooster because I want to talk to them about how much their business has tripled and quadrupled since the chicken sandwich wars began. Good for them. We're all, yeah, we're also going to be talking about the trending Twitter hashtag things you don't tell your spouse Uh-oh. because that was a top trending thing on Twitter yesterday and there are a lot of things that I haven't told my spouse including something that happened last night while I was making dinner. Allie, we should call her. I. We should call her, and you should tell her on the air. You want me to? 
I don't know if she's going to answer. She's going to be really pissed. I, I swear Here's to you, she's going to freak out. So you told me this earlier, and I'm like, I don't want to know what the thing is. I want to be shocked with Katie. I, I almost your told other her last night, and I was like, this is not a good idea. I should not tell her because the reaction is going to be not worth me telling her. As, and the aftermath is going to be, whew. As your other spouse, am I going to be upset about this too? As your, I as think your radio it's just husband? upsetting. Okay. In I don't know if you're personally going to be upset about it, but it's upsetting. And well, she will be <laughs> physically and emotionally disturbed. You know, we should probably just do it next. Oh, God. Okay. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Drop the subject. That's correct. Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. And we are... Uh, Discussing, we've had a little tiff off the air because you think that I should be calling my wife right now to tell her about the thing that happened during while I was making dinner last night. Something that she would really not be happy about because we're discussing right now the hashtag things you don't tell your spouse, which was all over Twitter yesterday. And these responses are a beautiful, hilarious, a little heartbreaking, but there are some things that I don't tell my spouse, including something that happened last night, and I just, I don't think that it's going to be helpful for me to tell her this thing, because I'm the one, Jarrett, that has to deal with the repercussions here. Well, yeah, but we and all I, get it's to the be, weekend. But we all get to be entertained, so... I'm, I'm so, I'm count? just here for your damn entertainment? That's literally what this is. That's literally what I'm being paid to do, <laughs> is entertain you. I mean, come on. Okay, so I, I did send her a text after resisting a little bit and she's uh she's in a meeting (laughs) so can't do it so that just means we have to wait a little longer (laughs) okay Uh, she said that she's in a meeting until one o'clock Jarrett. that's smack dab in the middle of well it's right at the beginning of news it or lose it and i think news it or lose it is equally as important i don't think that we should push news it or lose it just to call my wife Allie, you're not getting out of this okay you know i i don't you're just not. You're not. Okay? All right. Okay. This is going to result in phone more phone calls having to be made. There's going to be my oh, weekend is going to be ru- no. Next week's shows. <laughs> my my weekend is going to be ruined if I do this. Okay, so how about you tell me what it is and then I'll help you decide if we call her later. Do you want me to tell you what it is now? I mean, kind of. Okay. Can I guess? Yeah. Does it have anything to do with the crepe story from yesterday? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but some so some of these responses that have come through on chi- on uh, Twitter oh, are Oh, that was a hard pivot there, Allie. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm going to give you a little bit of a hint cuz these are some of them okay. that have come through. Uh, some of the things I don't tell my spouse that I got her birthday present at the dollar store. I see to calm down. To, oh, to calm down. <laughs> yes. Yep, uh, that they don't look fa- that they do look fat in those yoga pants. Oh, that's sad. I see about the one hundred and thirty thousand dollars that mysteriously disappeared from our checking account, and uh, it's a picture of Stormy Daniels and Donald Trump. <laughs> hey, it's Trump Free Friday, Jared. They, oh, what sorry. are you doing? Sorry, I didn't say that. Uh, that I got hit on at the grocery store. That you accidentally rescued another dog, and there's a photo of five dogs on oh, the couch. Oh, well, they're going to find out about that eventually. Right. And I hate these stupid responses that are, nothing, I tell my spouse everything, everything. because that's oh, not true. Everybody up. just de- leaves out certain things for their own benefit. Uh, that yours is a lot is a little bit smaller than your brother's. Yikes. Um, this one says, oh, this would get married people in trouble. You binge-watched their favorite TV show without them. Oh, that's not okay. See, I've never had that as an issue in a relationship, but I always hear my friends saying like binge watch oh, cheating is real watch. 
It really is. Even if, if Katie falls asleep. Binge watched it. Yes. If, if one of them falls asleep and then you continue watching. Yeah. You can continue watching the rest of that episode. But if you start. The next one? The next one. You are in deep you are in deep S. She's like, this is coming up in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> like, but this is not what happened to me. Okay. But one of the ones that came through was I didn't tell my spouse about that piece of chicken that fell on the floor. Yeah. I'm telling you, this did have to do with something that happened while I was cooking dinner last night. Spill it, Allie. Come on. <sighs> okay. Allison, <laughs> Tiffany, Renee, Angela Johnson. My stove has this thing where Above the stove is the built-in microwave, right? Right. So there is, a, there are these two little compartments that are... The a, filter things. Yeah, the filter things. Right. Exactly. Katie will not go... Okay. So I was cooking last night. I was cooking some chicken tenders. They were very delicious. Mm. I was cooking them on a big pan. And I finished cooking them. And I put the chicken tenders onto the plates. And I set the plates out. Mm-hmm. Then I went back to pick up the pan to clean it, mm-hmm. and there, laying on the pan that had fallen from one of those filters, Ew. was a dead cockroach. <gasps> oh my God, are you serious? Yes, on the pan that I had just finished taking the tenders off of. So it might have been in there while you were cooking? I don't think that it was. But I'm not 100% positive. Allison Johnson. I threw it in the garbage. I didn't tell her anything. And we ate as normal. Did you think about it the entire time yes, you ate? Yes. I was disgusted the entire time we were eating. And oh I didn't God. tell her about it. Because she is going to freak out. Because you deep fried a cockroach. I didn't deep fry the you cockroach. shallow fried a cockroach. I- Sorry. <laughs> It's in the garbage right now. I put things over it so of that she wouldn't open the garbage and see that there was something in there. But she won't. <laughs> Those gags are making me gag. Okay. I'm I'm 99.9% sure the cockroach was not in the chicken medley. You don't have like a surveillance camera in your kitchen that you can go back and review the footage? No, I don't. No one does. That's I fine. don't. Um. I, wow. Okay, I didn't know what this was going to be. Yikes. I thought it's beneficial for me not to tell her this because she's never going to eat again. She's never going to be in the kitchen again. She's going to want to fumigate the entire house. My weekend will be ruined if I tell her about this. She's going to be completely bonkers over it. I think you shouldn't tell her. (laughs) I think you should keep that one to your damn self. I mean, I'll call her and tell her on the air if you really want me to. But again, is... Oh, I mean, it's going to be great for us. It's going to be. I mean, is this good for entertainment purposes? Ruining my life? Coming up in the next hour, Allie's calling Katie to tell her about (laughs) what happened. Lord. (laughs) We've got more Drop the Subject coming up right after this. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. It's a new Channel Q. Okay, drop the subject with Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. We've been talking about things you don't tell your spouse, and now we're about to shift gears and talk about an artist that I actually really like. Mm-hmm. I love Nicki Minaj, and I saw the announcement that she was retiring, and my first reaction was, how old, how old is she? Like, she's got to be, she's, she's like young. mid-30s. So to retire in your mid thirties, gotta be a pretty good feeling. If you're like, and I'm done, I've had not enough, even thanks. halfway through life, never have to work again. 
why is she retiring? Because I don't know anything so, about like the drama with her or anything. So I just know that- Here's the thing. I've been saying for a while now that Nikki should retire. Why? Because the music has just not been good. Like, it's just not that good. Like, the last album I thought was relative, relatively awful, in my opinion. Some people loved it. I thought it was trash. Um, but she, people have been saying, like, she's been declining. For me, the problem that I've had with Nicki Minaj is, like, I don't feel like she's evolving as an artist. Like, everything still sounds the same. It's like, you know, I have the biggest... Oh, I can't say that word. Uh, <laughs> I, I have the biggest boobs. I have the fattest ass. I have the most money. I have the nicest bags. My weave is the best. Like, I get it, girl. Like, what else? And so it just kind of feels, like, old and stale. And so she's like a trained actor and like she went she to is? drama she went to drama school like that's how she's become this thing okay but right? like community drama school or like no like she, no 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 she went to like she went to a, an arts high school and then I think she went to oh. I don't know what she did at, like post secondary she's but, like I found my niche it's exactly. saying that my T's are huge exactly and my ass is fat and that my weave is banging my ass is the fattest and yeah. all that so Stanislavski taught me that <laughs> She's like, I'm really method. So I just, you know, I, I don't, I, I, I haven't been loving the music. I'm a fan of her in a lot of ways, but like just the music hasn't been great. So then she tweeted yesterday that she's decided to retire so that she could have her family and, um, you know, thanks to whatever. But as I'm looking on her timeline, even right now, her tweet or her Twitter timeline, the tweet is gone. Really? And she's been tweeting since then. And like, I. So wait, so she said specifically, I've decided to retire and have my family. I know you guys are happy now. To my fans, keep repping me. Do it till the death of me. What is the timestamp on that tweet? Does it show the time? Uh, it says, Mrs. Petty at Nicki Minaj, September 5th, 2009. It doesn't say a timestamp. Okay, so. I it looks like she's deleted this tweet unless I'm just like completely wrong because I know the tweet that came before it because I looked at it yesterday and like the tweet looks like it's gone. So I don't know that I actually believe she's retiring. I think Nikki was just like talking out her ass because that's what she does. But then like someone else great ass one of her one of her off of the big fat fake ass. (laughs) And so someone tweeted yesterday uh, one of her friends her her fans uh, the Barb's. Um, says like yeah it might be a bit dramatic but a lot of barbs are really shaken by this I really just need her to talk about it or something and she quote tweets it and says I will babe I promise I love you so much um, and so I, I, I'm i guessing that means she's going to go on her show Queen Radio that's on Apple Music um, and like talk about it but like I just don't buy that she's really retiring I would love for her to like get out of this I loved her on American Idol I thought that was a great platform for her I thought like her doing other things that is not recording music would be fantastic I never saw her on American Idol or anything I just knew that she had that thing on his eye <laughs> that part and I was like, I like this girl. Wow. And that was kind of all I knew. And I was like, why is she retiring? That part was so great. But I guess me only knowing that, that was speaks also for like itself. eight years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I want to see her get out of music and do something else. I guess we'll see. Uh, it seems like she's maybe taking it back. I just got a text message from my wife. Uh-oh. She is out of her meeting. Oh. Well, coming up next, we'll talk to Katie about the cockroach. Oh, no. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. We should have no more straight people like Channel Q. We just have to stop doing it. We just what? We have to get rid of all the straight people at Channel Q. <laughs> Why? I, we, we've got to. <laughs> There's only a few. 
all the producers. I think it's just everyone named Justin. All the producers at Edge Out are straight. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But well, you know well, what? We have one. to have some gays and some converts. Oh, we have to convert them? Yes. Oh. It's part of our gay agenda. Well, Justin, get ready. Were you not in the staff meeting? I I, I was out. You know, I've been out all week. So I mean, we talk- <laughs> I wasn't on that all staff email. It was a staff. I mean, pun intended. Oh, I see what you did meeting. there. Yeah. I see what you're doing there. Uh-huh. Talk about mixed emotions. There were free tacos. Okay. <laughs> so... This is a subject that I want to drop, but we are going to do this, and I am not looking forward to the ramifications of it. So, I want you to feel safe. Um, I want you to feel like you're supported in this difficult moment. I do. I'm actually, it's burning right now. Oh, Um, It's under the table. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Theater of the mind, huh? So, Allie, we got Katie on the phone. Yeah. Katie, um... Hey, Katie, how's it going? Hi, I'm really nervous what's happening. Hi, honey. Yeah. Honey. Wait, before you do it. Okay. <laughs> what's before going you do on? I wish I was listening to the show earlier. Well, that's kind of the point. So listen, uh, how, <laughs> okay. can, how can I support you Okay. In, in this shenaniganry? Just help me along the way. Okay. Okay. Katie, t- will you tell our listeners why you refuse to take out the trash until December? Oh, oh because of cockroaches. Okay. What do you, do you I like will not. I actually almost couldn't fall asleep last night because we have the recycling by the front door. And I thought I heard a mouse come in. And then I thought I imagined all these cockroaches coming into the recycling. I'm terrified. <laughs> Wait, so like are, cockro- are, are cockroaches like the biggest thing you're afraid of or something? I hate them. Like, I'm, yeah, I hate them. Tell them why you won't go to the gym and why you won't walk to the gym while you drive. Why I drive to the gym instead? Yeah. Because of cockroaches. (laughs) Because when we walk back, the sun is setting and there might be some cockroaches on On the the sidewalk. sidewalk. Yeah, a cockroach on the sidewalk is always a little bit weird. Okay, but I'm not even kidding. I was just looking up at my office ceiling, seeing if there were any cracks that cockroaches could come out of and fall on my head. Okay. (laughs) I, I have to tell you something. No, what? Okay, so... We were just talking on Twitter about things you don't tell your spouse. What happened? There was one in the apartment? Okay, so last night... (laughs) No, Allie, are you serious? Uh, Hold on. Last night, I was cooking dinner. I was cooking the chicken tenders, right? Yeah. They were delicious, were they not? Not anymore. Okay, hold on. They were good. Okay. I was cooking them on on that big pan, and you know the microwave is above the stove, right? Yes. So, after... (laughs) After I was done making the nuggets, I took out the plates and I distributed the nuggets. Because now you're calling them nuggets before you called them tenders. Which one is it? Okay, it's tenders. It's tenders. Okay. I was taking the tenders off the pan and I was distributing them on the plates like I usually do. I did did the same amount of tenders on each plate, right? That is irrelevant. I (laughs) I picked them up and I brought them to the table. I then went back to get the pan to put it in the sink. (sighs) And there was a dead cockroach on the pan. No, there wasn't. That was, that felt, it (laughs) was. That fell, it must have fallen from the filter hole above the microwave. No. Into I, the frying into pan. Into the frying pan that I had no. already taken the chicken tenders off Allegedly. of. And then I didn't tell you and I threw the cockroach away 
and we ate dinner as normal, but I, I didn't want you to freak out because it was just a one roach deal and it was already it, dead and it fell from the, it must have fallen from the hole in the microwave filter that's above the stove. Well, you, I'm not even like, I, I believe that you didn't cook with a freaking cockroach <laughs> in the pan, but we have to move. Okay. We have I, to move? I don't think we should go right to moving. It's. Well, now I can't even, I want to go home now and now I can't because you're not there. Okay. You, what do you mean? You can go home without me. No, because what if there's more? There's not There's not more, though. I, I plugged up the hole and I threw away the cockroach, and we mm-hmm. have had no problems with cockroaches at all in this apartment, and it's been a very lovely experience. Has it not? There haven't been any big bugs. So, Katie. Oh, my so God. Katie, so, Katie, it's okay. Yeah. I'm wrapping my arms around you. You're safe. It's okay. Just want <laughs> to just give you some context that will help you here. One, okay. she did say that she bit into a leg when she was. I'm kidding. No, I I'm did kidding. not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Totally kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> but okay, to, if it makes you feel any better, you make good to add to the breading. Where, <laughs> I mean, come on, right? They're really crispy and crunchy. So, um, if it makes you feel any better, though, it was dead when it fell down, which means it was dead up there in the machine. So, like, it's not like there's a whole bunch of them moving around. It was just a rando rogue, right? Dead cockroach, and he died up there oh. in the in the filter. Fell down. It's been plugged up. You should be safe. Well, do you think, I think we should at least call maintenance to do something. What are they going to do, though? There's no more. You know what? Yes. Okay, sure. Yes. Yes. We'll do that. You should definitely call maintenance because (laughs) it'll make you feel better. Have them come spray it. Honey, I'm going to call maintenance. Okay. You want to call them on the air, too? Sure. (laughs) Why not? I mean, I'm 99% sure I'll just get an answering machine. Allie, this didn't go as badly as you thought. No, and I love you, honey. Well, you're not here. I'm, like, about to start crying, and I really need you to take out that recycling. Okay, I will take out the recycling. Guys, I have to go. She's got to tell you about the other roaches later. No, 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 (laughs) We'll be right back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject to new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the day. We are getting into News It or Lose It. We're going to run through these headlines very quickly. Allie, you've got three. I've got three because it's a Friday. Let's hit it. All right. I'll start. Yeah? Yep. Okay. First story, left-handed DNA discovered for the very first time. Okay, that's literally the story that I was going to pitch to you. Oh. Uh, so, um, so why don't we collectively both say... So- yeah. Is it? Okay. Are you a lefty, by the way? Yes. Oh, I am too. Okay, great. Awesome. We can, okay. We can alienate every right-handed person <laughs> in the next discussion. Exactly. We, can be, all right, we can do our whole superiority complex. Go ahead. <laughs> Headline number two, amusement park hero catches flying cell phone while on roller coaster. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. And then finally, headline number three, Cheryl Crow has some new thoughts on her old Walmart dispute. Uh, I don't even know what. Yeah, sure, why not? (laughs) (laughs) You talked me into it. Okay. I I didn't have to do anything to talk you into it. I was like, Cheryl Crow, huh? There's a name I haven't heard in a while. Okay. Um, Scientists have identified the genes that later link to left handedness. So, (laughs) all right. 10 valuable things extroverts can learn from introverts. Mm. We had a conversation recently yeah. about in, being introverts versus Sure. Extroverts. Okay. And the dictionary, excuse me, the word genius.com word of the day is clearly not in my throat. Is cockroach? <clears throat> it's cockroach. Uh, it is perspicacious. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Your bell work over there really it's bit. It's terrible. 
There you go. Okay, so perspicacious. 10 valuable things extroverts can learn from introverts. Scientists have identified the genes linked to left-handedness. An amusement park hero who was caught uh, caught a flying cell phone on a roller coaster. And Cheryl Crow has new thoughts about an old Walmart dispute. What does that even mean? <laughs> That's coming up next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back. The subject's been dropped. It's been picked up again. It's time for News It or Lose It. We're going to jump right in because we got to go really quickly here. So uh, apparently there's a new study out that talks about left-handedness. Oh, yeah. Oh, am I taking the lead on this? Well, because you, you pitched it, so I'll let you start it, and I'll <laughs> okay. finish it. Okay, yes. Uh, apparently, because I, I think a lot of new genetics uh, information has come out in recent days, because I saw something about how uh, gayness was sort like had a loose genetic connection, yeah. but there wasn't necessarily a gay gene. And then now, right after that, we see this article about how left-handed DNA has finally been found, and it does change your brain structure. So scientists basically found the first genetic instructions that are hardwired into human DNA that is actually linked to being left-handed. They say that about 1 in 10 people is left-handed and of the people that were tested, like they tested 400,000 people and 38,000 of those people were left-handed. They played this giant game of spot the difference to find the different, you know, if there was DNA that was different. They're doing radio games. Yeah, spot the difference. Got it, okay. And basically they found out that there was a genetic link. But there, then there are a lot of people like, you know, in the 50s and in the 40s and 30s that even though they were left-handed, they were trained to be right-handed because yeah. they were told that it was bad to be left-handed. Like my grandma had to tie, they tied her left hand behind her back and made her right with her right hand. Yeah. So there might be more left-handed people out there than we actually even well, think. So there's a other couple of interesting things about that. I uh, I was fascinated by this because it, it also said that there was probably some kind of connection to oratory skills and like being able to be a better speaker um, on the CNN article. You have the BBC article um, and each of them kind of detailed different parts of the study. So this one said that they found Found, um, that left-handed people were more likely to be better speakers, but then they also got into like Alzheimer's and um, oh, no. uh, and and uh, why can't uh, you Parkinson's? remember exactly right? <laughs> um, so they said that there was like a slight correlation, but not a causation. So not saying like being left-handed is is an implicator for one of those things, but um, they said that um, that like that schizophrenia and uh, that schizophrenia and all of these different like mental disorders like they show they show like different correlations between being left-handed versus right-handed and it's just kind of an like interesting Like I always find. heard yeah. that left-handed people were more creative. Well, and also more it's been a disproportionate number of US presidents that have been left-handed so that they think there's something to do with like intelligence or <laughs> we're basically superior is what we're saying. No, wow, but like no interesting. No, yeah, but like a, a disproportionate number of US presidents have been left-handed so it says like there's got to be something there about that as well so we've got to we hold, hold the power we hold the power in the palm of our left hand <laughs> we've got a whole lot more power coming up after this don't go anywhere more drop the subject drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel q drop the subject the new channel q Drop the subject is back all the way live on the new channel q all We're, the way live all the way live i just love saying that especially when i'm live so all the way we're all the way live um we're in the middle of news it or lose it Allie, you've got a cool video roller coaster situation yes i do well uh this guy is he basically proved 
pulled a really badass move while he was on a roller coaster. He caught, almost by accident, right? Yeah, it was. It was not really by accident. Okay. We're gonna put this video up on our Twitter at DTS Show. If you're not following us already, please do because we always put uh, some references to some of the things that we talk about here on the show. This guy was riding a roller coaster in California. Oh no, I'm r- totally wrong. Catalonia, Spain. It's not California, it's Catalonia. Mm. Anyway, this amusement park is called Port Aventura, and he was riding the roller coaster. There's a video of him going up the roller coaster, and then he goes down, and he's got his hands up in the air, and then he notices that there's a phone flying through the air because no. somebody was going up and down, and their phone flew out of their pocket, and he, you can see him looking off camera to notice it and then he reaches his hand out and grabs the cell phone out of the air and snatches it and then he does this triumphant like yeah like holding the (laughs) phone up like yes this is awesome I can't imagine how amazing that feeling would be the fact that you're on a roller coaster anyway and you're like this is the best and your hands are up in the air and then all of a sudden you make an amazing catch well I'm thinking about that person catching the phone I'm thinking about the person who dropped it who maybe didn't even know that they dropped it until they like saw it flying and then like the person shows up they roll back into the terminal and they're holding your phone yeah that's crazy and you're like I mean if you knew about your phone flying out of your pants and then you're like oh no that sucks then you're having a really bad time on a roller coaster exactly but then the chances of somebody seeing it and catching it and giving it back to you I mean that person should buy a lottery ticket that's crazy it would suck though if someone lost like a sandal and that's what you caught I'm watching the video (laughs) right now like they come out of this dark tunnel and then like he's got his hands up oh my god he like he catches it like a football player like with the one hand and like reaches out and grabs it. That is wild. And then he's like clutching onto it the rest of the ride. And I'm going to follow that up with a story about Cheryl Crow. Okay. (laughs) I just want to soak up the sun. Maybe you haven't uh, been been keeping up on what's going on with Cheryl Crow in her life. Not in a while. Apparently she is weighing in on Walmart's decision to stop selling some of the ammunition and the weapons that they've been carrying in their stores. Uh, And this Mm. is 23 years after the store banned her records over a song lyric. I mean, I would have been going to Walmart more if I had known that they were banning Sheryl Crow's music. Wait, you hate Sheryl Crow? Sheryl Crow is so bad. Are you serious? (laughs) Do you want to... This is the lyric. Watch out, sister. Watch out, brother. Watch out... Watch our children as they kill each other with a gun they bought at the Walmart discount store. This is getting worse and worse. The song is called Love is a Good Thing, and that is not a bad impression. To be... To be clear, I, I, have like, up the sun. I have like two Cheryl Crow songs that I like. I don't like your tone. I'm feeling judged. <laughs> I don't like her tone either. <laughs> I was going to say, you don't like her tone either. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Anyway, now she's commenting and saying, hey, being banned at Walmart was really hard at the time because that's where people bought physical records. I'm glad to see Walmart change. Well, uh, okay. that That's interesting. Okay. Well, okay. Anyway. Sorry. I'm glad to see Walmart change. <laughs> the wordgenius.com word of the day is perspicacious. It's an adjective. Any guesses? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Catching a phone in the middle of the air on a roller coaster? I saw the look on her. <laughs> nope. Nope. Perspicacious means highly perceptive or keen. Like um, being oh. discerning or shrewd. It says. Well, then the, this guy on the roller coaster was being rather perspicacious. perspicacious. Yeah. It says the perspicacious nine year old easily picked up on my feelings without me even saying anything. Ew, that's creepy. Perspicacious. Yeah, what the hell weird. kind of sentence is that? Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. 
Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jarrett. That's Allie. And uh, we've got, we've been talking about this Popeye's chicken sandwich story for weeks now. Oh, yeah. After I mean, it feels like months. I, I mean, <laughs> after, it's taken a lot out of me. After an epic taste test. Um, of only one sandwich. Of only one sandwich. Mind you, I had four. But um, <laughs> that's all we're talking about. Uh, one of the cool stories that we loved um, was, uh, you know, that people have been excited about chicken sandwiches everywhere. So there's a story that came out saying that people have been losing their minds over the Popeye's chicken sandwich when someone tweeted, if you live in the DMV area, you should check out Roaming Rooster. It's a family business owned by an Ethiopian immigrant who has, quote, always been kind, um, tweeted this woman whose account gives her name as Lahara. And so apparently things blew up at the Roaming Rooster. Yeah. And you've seen a huge uptick in the amount of chicken sandwiches being sold at Roaming Rooster? Oh, absolutely. Since that tweet came out, uh, the volume of customers we've been receiving and the and the amount of love and support not only within uh, Washington DC area but all over the US has been overwhelming uh, it's it's been surreal that's crazy. And Jerusalem, yeah. you are the head of you've been working with Roaming Rooster for a while, right? You're the head of their marketing and their social media? Yeah, so I, I have been doing it as of the beginning of this year, so roughly about 8-9 months now. So uh, I am right now in charge of their social media and other communications. When you saw the Popeye's chicken sandwich thing and the chicken sandwich wars, were you thinking, "Oh, I got to get Roaming Rooster involved?" or were you were you getting a little bit uh, heated over all the back and forth because you wanted to get throw throw their hat in the ring? Uh, the truth be told, uh, we we didn't know what to think. Uh, in May, we had won uh, a couple of uh, People's Choice contests for the best fried chicken uh, in DC through the Washington DC's uh, Best of 2019. Uh, as well as a runner-up for the best food truck. So uh, we, we knew we were comfortable in doing well and people were enjoying the food. Uh, and when then this war started, uh, we, were, we weren't sure how it was going to affect us. Uh, we weren't sure if it's going to take customers away or drive them uh, as a result of, you know, uh, the long lines and uh, whatnot that was happening at the other establishments. So we're just going to write it out. That was the plan. And, and, and just to see what happened. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, Christopher, uh, he's actually a photographer who's a, also a friend of Mike, wrote the article and his girlfriend, Lahara, uh, tweeted this article. Uh, it just blew up and, and we had we had absolutely no expectation. We woke up one day and, and it was overwhelming. So uh, we didn't really have to do much after. I think the community just came through and, and showed love and support. Well, tell people been uh, coming in and saying about the chicken sandwiches and, and tell us about your chicken sandwich. So I think one of the things that stands out about our product is uh, our chicken is organic, uh, 100%, grain-fed, antibiotic-free. We use fresh ingredients. Uh, we make everything in-house. So uh, I have yet to hear, like, people have been coming and enjoying the sandwiches. And, and quite often uh, I hear a lot of people saying or messaging saying, like, how did we not know about this? Like, we live right across the street. We live in D.C. And uh, people are extremely happy. And they love the food. They love the sandwiches. Um, and because of the high volume, sometimes the wait times have become a bit longer than we had anticipated. Uh, but surprisingly, people are, are patient. And I've had a lot of people send, sending messages saying, I have to go back twice in the same day or I have to send my family over. So um, overall, I think uh, people are enjoying it and, and we're happy to see. OK, but Popeye's chicken sandwich ran out. Are you going to run out? 
we have no intention of running out. Okay. We are prepared. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was the sorry. That was the gotcha question. I'm I saying, listen, that could have gone no, either no. way, Jerusalem. That could have gone either way. <laughs> we learned huh, by uh, by observation. <laughs> With Lahara, the one who tweeted this, is there any plan yeah. to give her some free chicken sandwiches? I mean, obviously, she did give a viral tweet yeah. to you guys, and now you've had some influx in business. Uh, I mean, I, I think she. She she is welcome to have anything she wants. I mean, any of you know, she she has sweet chicken for life. Uh, that that's the least we could do for her. And and she's coming to the store uh, since then, along with Christopher. You know, they've sh- showed us their support, and they're pretty amazing people. Uh, and I think the the team at uh, Romeo Rooster uh, does appreciate and love them a lot. Uh, and I think Christopher was also acquainted with the food before. Uh, I think he's tried the food at various events in the past. So he, he was also, I think, uh, a fan of the Romy Rooster sandwich. Well, Jerusalem, I'll tell you, we have been trying to find the best chicken sandwich to make the official LGBTQ uh, chicken sandwich. And we're going to yeah. we're gonna put you guys into the running to be the official chicken sandwich of the LGBTQ community. Please. Have you guys managed to, to try it yet? We haven't. We're in California. So we have to figure out how you can get us out. Oh, you guys have to come down. Like, okay. You know, oh, okay. Research. All right. I'll get a plane research. ticket right now. Is <laughs> <laughs> it for research? Yeah, for research purposes. I know it's tax write-off. Exactly. Jerusalem, thank you so much. We wish the best to you and, and everyone at Roaming Rooster to hang in there while the while you're selling four thousand chicken sandwiches a day. Yeah, thank you so much for the call again. You both have a wonderful day. You, you too. too. Bye bye. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jared Hill. Allie Johnson's over there. Before we go, we've got we've got a lot of ground to cover in just a little bit. We have bit some of announcements. Yes. We have some gay news headline nominees. <laughs> we have the happy endings. Yes. There's a lot. Well, first things first. Depression and suicidal thinking can happen to anyone of us, but until very recently, most people kept it quiet. Uh, kept quiet about this experience. Did you know that mental health affects one in five adults in a given year? And that's more than 40 million Americans. I've talked personally about experiencing depression last year and how that impacted me. LGBTQ youth are 60% more likely to struggle with sadness compared to 12% of non-LGBTQ youth. So please join Channel Q on Sunday, September 8th, at the start of the National Suicide Prevention Week at 7 a.m. as we help end the stigma of talking about mental health. Uh, We'll be having an in-depth conversation about mental health and suicide prevention, joined by Blink-182, Halsey, Lizzo, Sean Mendez, Tegan and Sarah, and our own Dr. Chris Donahue. So that's going to be on Sunday at 7 a.m. That was a tough booking. (laughs) I bet he was hard to get. Um, This is going to be on Sunday at 7 a.m. Take a minute, save a life. Absolutely. That's wonderful. And if you want to take another minute, you can go over to We Are Channel Q and enter to win a, a trip to Vegas. We're giving away five trips to Vegas for the Life is Beautiful Music and Arts Festival. Plus, you get full access to their pool party series. Not even just one pool party. There's a series of them, and you could be going. We're giving away two three-day passes to the Life is Beautiful Festival, so all you have to do is go to wearechannelq.com to enter to win. It's really easy. Just register, and you're in it to win it. Awesome. I think it's time now for the gayest gayest head news. Wow, that's one of them. That's definitely a nominee. The gayest news headlines of, of the, the week. week. Let's do it. Yes, there are four nominations. Uh, of course, we are always looking at the news and seeing what's going on in the world. And then sometimes we see a headline and we're like, wow, that sounds really gay. Sometimes it's actually gay and sometimes it's not gay. It just really sounds like it. So without further ado, this is this week's nominations for gayest news headline of the week. Headline number one. 
man-eating great white shark hates the taste of women. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. Headline number two. Disruption of cock services causes outrage in Virginia. Ding, ding. Headline number three. Packing cubes are no longer a waste of space because this set cuts down my packing time and helps me stay organized. Oh, kind of lesbo. Meh. Yeah. Headline number four. This one is actually gay. The Batman and Robin director says that he slept with 20,000 men, and that sounds exhausting. <laughs> I mean, it's number two or it's number four. <laughs> All right, so those nominations are going to go up on our Instagram story on Sunday. So look out for that. You can vote for the gayest news headline, and we will announce the winner every Monday. And now, it is time for Happy Endings. Because, you know, there's some sad things in the world, and there are some sad things and bummer things that we talk about on the show, so it's important for us to create a silver lining, turn it right around, make a it a happy space, ending. Yeah, a yeah. safe space and something positive to take into your weekend. What is your happy ending there, Jarrett Hill? Um, I thought, you know, it really sucks that you fed Katie cockroaches. Um, I didn't feed her cockroaches. And I just, I hate that for her. But I... <laughs> That is not a good look for you, but eating cockroaches. It's not a good look, but think of the bright side. What? I would love to. Cockroaches carry more protein than a protein shake, <laughs> and they're locale, and people are going to be drinking cockroach milk, according to scientists. That is true. I have so heard about that. She's technically ahead of the curve, thanks to you. Well, uh, good luck convincing her to drink cockroach <laughs> milk or talk to her about the protein content in cockroaches, because oh, uh, there's a lot of things in the con column. As I we're th- talking about the protein content of cockroach milk, it's just, it's really a... Uh, Not going to happen. Really? Yeah. Okay. What about you, Ginger Justin? Sure, we ended a lesbian marriage today, but at least we got a mediocre radio bit out of it. That's true. Very important. That makes it all worth it. My happy ending we actually have not covered on the show this week, but I thought you would like it because there was a lot of bummer news having to do with the T word. I know Mm -hmm. it's Trump Free Fridays, but he said some things and he drew some things with a Sharpie about a hurricane map that was not accurate. He's been covering up for it all week, and it's been uh, the, the topic of late night TV for the last few days and yes we can see this as a negative but you know who sees this as a positive who the sharpie corporation because they are getting a lot of positive marketing out of this or just free marketing and this whole story gives us an excuse to listen to this it's magic no it's magic pen by whammo the all-new magical pen that changed color like magic and erased color like magic right before your eyes Sending secret messages has never been this fun. To keep them super secret, erase them when you're done. To create amazing artwork never before possible. Have you ever heard of this? No. The magic pen? No clue what this is. This is Donald Trump's probably probably his best, most endorsable object. I've never heard of this. You've never heard of the magic pen? No. You can erase mistakes. You can create whatever picture you want. There you have it, because he doesn't believe he makes mistakes. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Well, he can draw any kind of reality he wants with the magic pen. Want to shout out Chris Contreras. He tweeted us, uh, we tweeted out that video of that crazy roller coaster catch that, yep. you, that you told us about. He says, alternative caption, how to pick up the subject after someone drops the subject. 
Oh, well played, Chris. Yeah, well played. Very nice. Uh, you can follow us on the social meds at DTS Show on Twitter and Instagram. You can check out more information about the show and everything going on here at WeAreChannelQ.com. Allie, you have a great weekend. You too, Jarrett. I'll see you in when a week. I see I'll you. be back here next Friday, <laughs> but we've got guest hosts Char Jossel and Justin and Martindale. Justin Martindale will be joining we'll us. We'll be here next week. So I should probably I, call him and ask him. Yeah, I will be here next Friday. Um, Ginger, Justin, have a great weekend. And uh, that's a show. Yeah. See you. Later. We'll see you on Monday. Bye. On the next. On the next. Drop the subject. Can you tell the difference between chorizo and soy rizo? Or meat and beyond meat? Or chicken and chicken? You know, and they do that little apostrophe and they take out the E. We'll see if we can really taste the difference with a blindfold on when we do a live taste test with Char Giselle, myself, and Michaela Gordon if she texts me back. You hear that, Michaela? Please text me. Don't ghost me. Or breadcrumb me. Or bench me. Or pogo sister me. Ooh, actually I looked that one up. Please do that. Drop the subject. 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern. On the new Channel Q.